First, we have a few sentences with the word comfortable. I know it's written comfortable, but it's actually pronounced comfortable. So you want to say that once? Just comfortable. Comfortable. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. So it's don't look at it right now. Just just close your eyes and go come. Come. No, it's like it's like an F and a T, like foot. Foot. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. It's okay. It's you know, I had this trouble with uh French. I couldn't say for the longest time I couldn't say the word tree in French, which is arbre. And the way you get to pronounce it is by prolonging the first consonant. So arbre. And when you're ready, then you do the second one, and then slowly you get used to it. So it's the same thing for you. Just go. And then when you're ready, add the t. So come t. Come t. Very good. So comfortable. Comfortable. Very good. Perfect. One more time. Comfortable. Very good. And of course, this will take repeating several times until mm -hmm. you actually feel comfortable with the word comfortable. <laughs> Welcome to Language and Culture with Dr. J. A month ago, I started an experiment and a contract with a young woman, we will call her Leah, who is a 40-year-old HR executive, and she is intent on improving her English to where she can use it at work correctly and with confidence and style. A month ago, we selected a grammar book, How English Works, a book of short stories by David Sedaris, and a magazine, Vanity Fair, for Leah. And over the past four weeks, Leah has received tasks and assignments from me weekly and in English. But I will let Leah tell us all about it. Welcome, Leah, to the podcast. Hello. We already recorded the episode in German. Now you have to speak English. Could you please try to recap in English what you already said in the German episode? Um, yes, uh, I try it. Um, uh, so what is the, the concrete uh, question? So the reason we run the episode in English and in German is in case we have listeners who would like to also follow your program and improve their own English. That's one. Two, to kind of see how you're progressing. And three, of course, to allow you to tell me in German how you really feel about what we're doing, and then <laughs> to have the chance to speak with me at least once a month in English and to get, get a sort of lesson, right? A, an actual lesson in English. So just kind of try to tell me in English again what you said in German. What did you have to do in the last four weeks? And how did you like it? What exercises seemed easy? What exercises seemed difficult? Just fill us in again. I know you said just said it in German, but now you have to do it in English. So yes. A, a translation of the thoughts. Oh, okay, I, I tried. Um, yes, I um, my um, uh, my to dos uh, for for every day was uh, to um, yes to read uh, in English for um, ten minutes, um, and I decide to read the the book um, that um, yes that is very. Um, 
the stories were very um, interesting and um, and funny, and so it was very easy for me to to read the ten minutes um, the day. Um, I read the ten minutes in uh, loud in English, um, so I can hear my voice in English, and I can train a little bit more how the words um, were in English. Um, and that was really good for me, and I found it interesting. Interesting, and um, yes, it makes um, me happy to to read um, in the evening. Um, so it was really good. Um, and um, on when I have more free um, time um, at uh, during the day, I um, also um, look at the grammar book and um, do some exercises in the book and. Um, Yes, you can, after every um, chapter, you can do a little test in the book. And um, so I can see, um, so, I, so I can see if this, was what I read was correct in the test. Um, so this was um, also very uh, interesting for me and helped me to um, improve my grammar in English. And um, for, um, yeah, like a hobby, I have the Vanity Fair for read uh, some VIP news, and uh, that uh, was also very good because um, I like um, read some, uh, yeah, some stories about the stars, um, and it's yeah, it's make me happy when I when I can read something like that. So um, this was the the exercises I do um, every day. And um, on the top, there were some um, uh, homeworks for me, like um, create uh, some uh, questions that I um, would say to my colleagues at work um, or some statements. And yes, this was, for example, the um, homework for this week for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, tell us a little bit about the routine you had to develop. Yes, my routine was uh, to... Um, to to learn or, or to read um, every day for minimum 10 minutes in English and um, it was for me quite easy to to um, to learn that this is my new routine um, I, I I thought it was much um, more difficult to, but it was really good and um, I came it yeah it was not so uh, difficult as I thought and yeah. Right. So the first thing was to develop a routine where you spend at least 10 minutes with English anyway. Yeah. And then came different little tasks within this uh, 10 minutes routine. So I'm really glad you've developed the routine. And I'm really glad you're enjoying the books. And I think it's great that you are, you said in the German episode that you actually add on time and even in this one as well, that you actually add on time to what is necessary, right? So you do your 10 minutes that are required, so to speak. And then whenever you have a chance, you do a little bit more because the books are available, because maybe you didn't finish a chapter, because it's just kind of becoming part of your day. Mm -hmm. So in the German episode, you told us about the, these sentences that I have you repeat. Would you say them again and tell me how you're getting along with those? Yes, um, my three sentences were, um, every time when I start uh, English is, uh, yes, I get to do English now. Um, this sentence is a little bit difficult for me because uh, sometimes I forget to, uh, to, say is, uh, to, to say this sentence before I start. Bef uh, because I'm uh, 
yes, I, I don't think about the sentence and, and start because I, I want to read my book or I want to make a grammar. And so I forgot sometimes is, um, that uh, this sentence is for me important to get in the right um, in, in, the, in the right modus for my English. The second sentence in the morning is, uh, good morning, Leah, have a nice day. The sentence is uh, quite easy for me and uh, I don't forget the sentence often. Uh, and the last sentence is, uh, good night, Leah, sleep tight, don't let the back bugs bite. And uh, yes, I say the sentence in the evening to me. <laughs> But you said you, you kind of skip it sometimes. Yes, sometimes. So the, the middle sentence with, with uh, good morning, Leah, have a nice day is the easiest for me because uh, I remember when I stand up and say this. Um, and the other two sentences I have to um, train that I take them when I start English or go to bed. And so uh, in the German episode, I also explained why you're doing this. We want to make sure that you get used to the sound of your voice in English, to your body, your mouth, your vocal cords, everything producing these sounds, your tongue wrapping itself around these, the pronunciation of these words, the intonation, etc. Mm -hmm. that, you, that you get apps just just get used to this and that you slowly develop a repertoire of your own little phrases, things that you say. And I gave the example of a child, right? As a child, you, you grow up automatically having these little sayings that you learn from your parents, that you adapt, and then you, you kind of say them and you know, okay, if I say this, I get this result. And you don't have that luxury with a foreign language. You don't have that. So we're trying to add on to that and develop that. Yes. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add before I go on to your actual little lesson? Oh, no, thank you. I think I said everything. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to speak English. <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> Okay, so then let's get to some of the corrections. I Every month I listen to the recording we make and I draw lessons for the following time, right? So I listened to last month's recording and these are some of the pointers and explanations that I'd like to give you. The first one, and here I wouldn't mind if you actually took a few notes. You can always write me and ask me if something wasn't clear enough and I can explain it to you again. You can also look in your grammar book for these specific points and do some of the exercises. But let me try to explain it right now already. So in yes. English, when you add the ending ing to a verb, speaking, swimming, reading, you create either a present participle so, for example, I am speaking, she is swimming, we are reading, right? This is part of the present continuous, the present progressive, and it's the present participle. Am speaking, right? That's the present mm -hmm. continuous or present progressive, depending on where you, what grammar book you consult. So that's just the present participle. Or it's a gerund. Swimming is fun. I like reading, right? And this yeah. ing form of a verb can take the role of a noun. So swimming is fun. Swimming, it's a verb that we've added ing to, made it a gerund, and it takes the, the role of, the, of a noun. It's the subject of the sentence. What is fun? Swimming is fun. It is fun. Okay, mm-hmm. So let me give you some other example. He needs help with 
is reading. Public yes. speaking has become fun for her. So these are just other examples. Just to confuse you even more, <laughs> the ing form of a verb can also take the role of an adjective. Now let this sink in. She needs reading glasses. Because in this case, this, the, the noun is glasses and reading is the adjective that modifies the noun. What kind of glasses that sh does she need? She needs reading glasses. Okay. Or one more example. I bought him new swimming goggles. What kind of goggles? Swimming goggles. Not snorkeling goggles, but swimming goggles, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. So last week when I asked you what your hobbies were, you hesitated a little. So let me ask you again, Leah, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do in your free time? And now when you answer, try using the ing form of the verbs. Um, my hobbies uh, are um, reading, Good. to do uh, sports. Um, doing sports. Do, uh, doing, uh, doing sports and um, go out for shopping. Let's see, going out or going shopping. Going, going shopping. Okay. Or just shopping or shopping. Mm -hmm. So try okay. it one more time. I like shopping. I enjoy doing sports. I spend a lot of time reading. That it's always this ING form. Okay, yes. Okay, so let me just give you two examples of what I was kind of thinking you could have said last week already. So my hobbies are doing this or doing that. So my hobbies are doing sports. My hobbies are cooking, swimming, or my hobbies are taking sports classes. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Or my hobbies are going out with friends mm -hmm. right? or going shopping with friends or something like that. Okay. So that, that's okay. one where you just, you have it somehow from, you know, from your school days, Du hast es falsch abgespeichert. It's just yeah. no, but it's really true. That's the those are the hardest mistakes to get rid of. The ones that we have saved wrong in our brain. So mm -hmm. for some reason you kind of you've always said it this way. And now that's the automatic response that you have. And that's something that you can just train by saying it out loud over and over and over and over. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's go on. Number two. Another little mistake you made was the difference between exciting and excited. So I am exciting. That would mean I am fun. Everybody likes to be around me because I know how to entertain them. For example, I am exciting. I'm fun. I'm fun to be around. But I am excited. That's I'm looking forward to something. I'm pleasantly nervous or I'm thrilled. I am enthusiastic and so on. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so let me give you a couple of example sentences. The concert was really exciting. That mm -hmm. was an exciting meeting, but I am super excited to meet you. I'm excited about this project. I'm excited to see what we're going to do in the next few weeks. Or I'm excited to find out more about your activities, etc. Okay, okay. Okay, so do you think you could use excited 
and exciting in a few sentences for us now, in your own words? Um, okay, I try it. Um, I'm exciting uh, for the football game next weekend. No, I am excited about the football game next weekend. Ah, uh, okay. The football game is going to be exciting, but you are excited about the football game. Ooh, okay. It's okay. really difficult for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's okay. That's what we're doing, right? So, so really, again, um, listening to you speak, you speak well. You're, you understand me. I'm speaking fast. You're reading David Sedaris in English. You're reading Vanity Fair in English. You're reading, I mean, you know, your English is fine. But if you want to get over oh, this feeling like it's just not perfect or, you know, where you feel more confident, but you have more style where you really don't mm. make mistakes, we're tackling little things. All right, go go on with some more sentences about with exciting, excited. Okay, I try it again. <laughs> um don't think too much just just say it it's it's okay it's it's okay if you make a mistake it's no big deal just don't think too much just really kind of from your gut or whatever's on your mind just say it um okay i'm excited for um the birthday party next week good good except it's okay. about not not for but i'm excited about okay. the birthday party very about. good very okay. good yeah. Very good. And um, is it correct when I say it? the football game was exciting? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Also, uh, the, birthday, the birthday party was exciting or will be exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited uh, for the next meeting. About, again, about. About, about, about uh, the next meeting. And um, maybe the, the concert was exciting. Very good. Very good. Okay. Next one. One of the hardest things is to actually ask questions in a foreign language. Let's mm -hmm. repeat some of the questions that you could have asked in last week's episode when we had a role-playing exercise and you were supposed to make arrangements for travel and accommodations. You tried to ask these questions and didn't quite do it right. So let's repeat them. For example, Do we have access to the pool? Would you mind just repeating? I, I know it sounds kind of silly to repeat, but it's good for you to repeat. Do we have access to the pool? Do we have access to the pool? Very good. Are we traveling together or separately? Are we traveling together or separately? Okay. Will we be in the same hotel? Will we be in the same hotel? Okay, good. So now can you think of other questions you could ask in this context of making travel arrangements and booking a hotel together with a colleague? <sighs> Let me help you a little bit. So, yeah. hi, Leah. So we're going to, we have to, where, where were we going? I think it was Vienna, wasn't it? Last week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to Vienna to this uh, three-day conference. Did you get any farther with the arrangements? Yes, I, I look. I'm looking for some nice spots we can go going to visit. Um, so we we can visit uh, after our meetings, and um, we can um, maybe go um, going on a concert if you like. Um, 
are going um, to a very good um, Italian restaurant. What do you prefer? I, I think it'll be too stressful with the meetings. I think I'd prefer just going out to dinner. Okay, sounds great. So you do need... you like Italian food or, or do you like more Chinese food or um, German food or what do you what do you want? Oh, I, I would love to try German cuisine. Yes, sounds great. Then um, I'm looking for um, a good restaurant with a German food in Vienna. <laughs> And um, I, I, I sent well, you Austrian, my... Uh, Austrian cuisine, Austrian cuisine. Austrian, <laughs> yes, of course, we are in Vienna. Austrian food is great. <laughs> See if you can ask me some more details. Can you ask a few more questions? Um, at which, um, which time do you plane um, landed in Vienna? Mm -hmm. I will land at 3 p.m. Oh, that's good. My, um, my, my, um, my, God, my airplane will be um, landing at uh, 2 p.m. So um, I will waiting for you um, at the airport. Mm -hmm. Okay. Try to ask me a couple more questions if you can. Yeah, I try. <laughs> um, so maybe we can, uh, when we met at the airport, so um, I, I look for, um, we can order a taxi or we can um, going by train to our hotel. Um, what do you prefer, train or taxi? Oh, I think I'll be so tired. Let's take a taxi. Okay. Okay. I, I order something. Um, um, we have to, um, so we can have a, a taxi when we arrive. Um, oh God! Oh. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's great. You did really <laughs> well. You did really well. No, it's really difficult, and also being recorded. It's it's great. That's something that I think we'll we'll continue to work on. Is that okay for you? This asking yes. questions is really difficult in a foreign language. It's much easier to answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So number four on my list is here. Let's work a little bit on your pronunciation as well. Mm -hmm. So would you repeat these sentences with me again? And to the listeners, I am now sharing my screen with Leah so she can go ahead and read along. First, we have a few sentences with the word comfortable. I know it's written comfortable, but it's actually pronounced comfortable. Do so you want to say that once? Just comfortable. Comfortable. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard. So it's don't look at it right now. Just just close your eyes and go. Come, come, No, it's like it's like an F and a T, like foot, foot. <laughs> oh God. Okay, wait, wait, wait. It's okay. It's you know I had this trouble with uh, French. I couldn't say for the longest time. I couldn't say the word tree in French, which is arbre. And the way you get to pronounce it is by prolonging the first consonant. So arbre. And when you're ready, then you do the second one, and then slowly you get used to it. So it's the same thing for you. Just go, and then when you're ready, add the t. So come t. Come t. Very good. So come. Comfortable. Comfortable. Very good. Perfect. One more time. Comfortable. Very good. And of course, this will take repeating several times until mm -hmm. you actually feel comfortable with the word comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I tried. Okay, so now um, let's try to say some of these sentences. I don't feel comfortable speaking English. I don't feel comfortable speaking English. 
you tried to go back to the old one. Right? So one more time. I don't feel, and then slow down, comfortable speaking English. I don't feel comfortable speaking English. Very good. This is a great place. I really feel comfortable here. This is such a great place. I really feel comfortable here. Did it again. One more time. This is yeah. such a great place. I really feel. And then you go ahead and slow down. It's going to take some time. So don't pressure yourself too much. Just comfortable. And that F, that F, until you're ready. And when you're ready, then it goes to T-bull. Okay. This is such a great place. I really feel comfortable here. Super. Very good. I feel more comfortable in Spain. I feel more comfortable in Spain. Yeah, absolutely. Because the thing is, right, you, it's written comfortable. Why isn't it yeah. comfortable? It's just not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He seemed more comfortable in the leather chair. He seemed more comfortable. One more time. One more time. He seemed more comfortable in the leather chair. Awesome. So I'm trying to get you to slowly feel comfortable with your own voice in English. If you manage to have your voice recorded like this for a podcast, but which is what we're doing in English over and over, you will gain confidence in your ability to produce the sounds in English. And you will get used to formulating the words. You will gain the ability to play with intonation. It will become more fun and relaxing, I think. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that's my plan. <laughs> That's okay. a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here are some other exercises for pronunciation, not with comfortable anymore, that you can do a little bit more by yourself. And if you want, I can send you these sentences via email, and then you can practice them as well a little bit more at home. Mm -hmm. So I like taking sports classes. I like taking sports classes. Okay. My colleagues are great. My colleagues are great. Very good. And with this sentence, let's do something where we play with the intonation and the meaning changes. So let's go to my colleagues are great. My colleagues are great. Right. So, so meine, no, nicht deine, meine sind toll. Right. Yeah. So my colleagues. Okay. Now emphasize the second word. My colleagues are great. My colleagues are great. Right. So for example, my colleagues are great, but my boss isn't or something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So my, my colleagues <laughs> yes. are great. And then the last one, my colleagues are great. My colleagues are great. One more time. My colleagues are great. My colleagues are great. Okay. So the reason intonation is important is there is a certain melody to each language. And that's something that you have to get used to and get used to producing yourself. That's one. Mm -hmm. And the other one is, relaxing with the language and being able to be more playful so that you can allow yourself to say, my colleagues, nah, my colleagues aren't great. My colleagues are great, <laughs> you know, so that you play with it yourself so that you're not as tense when you're speaking. Okay. Let's go on to a couple more. I met several native speakers last week. I met several native speakers last week. I love speaking with native speakers. It really helps me improve my English. I love speaking with native speakers. It really helps me improve my English. Okay, now try to say this one one more time. And uh, how can I say it? Maybe 
Ah, it's so banal to say have fun with it. But <laughs> really imagine a situation, you know, where you are, oh, I love speaking with native speakers. It really helps me improve my English. You don't have to say it like me, but let some of the Leah come out. Okay. Um, I love speaking with native speakers. It really helps me improve my English. Nice. Something terrible happened to somebody yesterday. This is so mean with, with German speakers, but let's do it anyway. Something <laughs> terrible happened to somebody yesterday. Somebody terrible yeah. happened to somebody yesterday. Okay, so this <laughs> it's so funny. So I'll tell you what the, the biggest uh, mistake is that French speakers make. And this is this is the sentence that I had French students repeat in France over and over. I am happy to, to meet you. So, and this sentence spoken by a French, by my French students came out as, hi, am happy to meet you. <laughs> so there was an H added where there was no H and where there was an H, the H was taken away. So, <laughs> so <laughs> just to tell you, and Germans, where there's an S, you guys tend to go, th and when there's a, th you guys tend to go, <laughs> so something very often really this is the typical german accent or mistake it often comes out as something <laughs> <laughs> so just like with the other with comfortable mm -hmm. sound as long as you need to and then go on once you are comfortable so something thing yeah i i am okay uh something Perfect. Okay, now try to say it again. Something. <laughs> awesome. Very good. Now try to do the whole sentence. You know, I just did an interview in German this last week, and you can't imagine how often I practiced what I read and my questions and what I was going to ask in a foreign language. It just takes so much longer. And I speak German even, but mm. to pronounce the words correctly when they are in a sentence or when it's a tiny bit more difficult, my mouth still rebels a lot more than in English. So we'll try the whole sentence. Something terrible happened to somebody yesterday. Awesome. Okay. I won't torture you anymore, but try to practice this, you know, at yeah. home okay. so that it becomes more natural for you. Okay. I really like your skirt. I really like your skirt. Try that really a little bit. Really. I really like your skirt. Awesome. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. Could you repeat your sentence, please? Could you repeat your sentence, please? Okay. I would go anywhere with this friend. I would go anywhere with this friend. Okay. Just two more things. Just real quick. We're almost done. So just a couple of general pointers. We all say, um, and yes, and, uh, and things like that. It's normal. Actually, it's kind of weird when you don't say it at all. And what we're trying to do is win time, especially when speaking a foreign language, we need to give our brain those extra few seconds to process either what we understood or what we're trying to say. But instead of saying, um, or yes, or, you know, oh, or anything like that, one of these fillers, just try breathing through it. So when you notice that you're about to say, um, uh, yes, well, uh, you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Then literally notice it and just breathe. I mean, silence is okay. <laughs> okay. This is also something in our native language. I mean, I still do it all the time. And um, you do it in German. I just said, um, right now. See, but that was one of those where I don't know if it's that bad. It's more the longer ones when we are trying to win time. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's just kind of like a little tip. And it's the same, like in German saying, for example, yeah, genau, halt, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it also happens. One thing that I do very much is repeating things. And that's really kind of the French in me or the French speaker in me. In French, it's really a lot more common if you listen to official French news. People say, 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 you know, like uh, they go on and then, and then they say, 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 well, 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 you know, what I wanted to say is this, they they repeat a lot more. And that's something that I really struggle with. I go in, 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 or the, 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 <laughs> which in French is completely acceptable, but in English it and or in German is not. So that's, mm-hmm. that's where I have to kind of ooh, breathe through it. Okay, Okay. last one. Last week, I asked you to write six statements and six questions that you could possibly use at work. I asked you not to use it at work yet, but to write them down. Would you please read these 12 sentences to us? Um, Okay, but I'm not quite sure if it's grammatically correct. That's okay. Okay. Um, how do you like the exercise about the compensation planning yesterday? What is the go live date for our project? Mm-hmm. Um, on which day are you working at the office this week? Mm-hmm. Um, when do the customers arrive? Did you send that mail to um, our manager? Mm-hmm. Did you get the approval for um, the global position approval tool? Mm-hmm. Uh, these was, were the questions um, and now the statements. Thank you for your support during the meeting on Monday. Mm-hmm. When the compensation planning tool starts, we will have a lot of tasks to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to finish the advertisement to get new employees soon. Um, Have you joined the training for the compensation planning yet? It's really important for us to the costs planning next year. Uh, And the last one, we have to wait for the decision um, of our working council. Awesome. Please send these to me via email and I will correct them. I will also think about it. Sort of some of it will be also how to ask it. Mm, more naturally, right? So I'll actually think Mm -hmm. about how you can best ask these uh, questions. And that's great. This is going to become part of your repertoire, right? What you can use. These are your own phrases. Yes. Okay. I have tortured you long enough. Anything you'd (laughs) like to add or ask? No, uh, I think it was (laughs) enough for today for me to speak (laughs) English. Well, I continue to be super excited about our experiment. And honestly, I think I noticed progress in your English. You certainly were less, I think you were already less intimidated. And I really can't wait to see how you progress in the next few months. I really (laughs) think it's really exciting for me. So, okay, um, for me too. (laughs) Well, so thank you. This is Dr. J signing out. Thank you. Thank you.